We are uh, we're recording, gang. Um, hi, Aaron. Hello, Ethan. Good morning. Uh, we are we are. This is our first guest, Aaron. Um, I know. Ethan it's really Butte, exciting. Ethan Butte from Bomb Bomb. I've had Ethan on other podcasts. Um, I love what um, Bomb Bomb is doing in the world to broaden the conversation beyond widgets, gadgets, SaaS services. I think you know there, every company has an ethos behind it if you develop it. And what I love and respect about Bomb Bomb and Ethan, what you do as chief evangelist over there is really nurturing that ethos for a bigger conversation than the thing you sell. And I think that's really important in the world. So perfect guess, perfect fit. And and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places we could go today. Uh, <laughs> anything that you're present to, Bimi, before I pose a question. I'll just say it's a, it's a privilege. I appreciate the kind words. I appreciate being the first uh, guest between you all. I appreciate the direction of what you're trying to do through these conversations. And, um, and yeah, it is, I, I guess, just as an opening uh, comment to reinforce something you said. Uh, yeah. I mean, each of us at the end of the day has some product or service for sale at a particular price. You need to find a way to go to market with it. Um, you have goals that you want to hit. Um, typically those are very easily measured things. Um, typically it's going to be, um, you know, for a real estate agent, GCI, uh, for a company like ours, it's going to be revenue, retained revenue, expanded revenue, and new revenue. Um, but we all know that we achieve those as a consequence mm. of a lot of other things that are a lot harder to measure. And so, especially for people kind of like newer to the game or perhaps motivated a different way, I don't think they're probably going to be listening to the show very much, uh, this, this person I'm imagining. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's easy to get caught up looking at the goal. And in fact, the um, with all of the attention we pay to the scoreboard, we lose sight mm-hmm. of what's happening. I guess to use a sports metaphor, what's happening on the sport, uh, on the field of play, mm-hmm. play by play, day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour, conversation by conversation, impression by impression. But we all know that the big number at the end of the year or the end of the decade or at the end of our lives is built up of all these little things that happened along the way. And I think if we focus more attention there, that that the outcomes, and I'm having this conversation with a lot of people myself, the outcomes are the outcomes, right? And we will get what we earn in the end, but you don't earn it by focusing on the number because you wind up mistreating people along the way. Yeah. It's an interesting metaphor. I was just gonna say the metaphor to me is interesting because I think <clears throat> for me, when I was an agent, the I, I I didn't consciously choose the game I was playing. The game was decided for me in real estate. Um, so I got in and went to all the classes and the coaches and the books that taught me how to play that game. I did, I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure that I ever thought about how do I create, I, I've always been interested in social impact or change. How do I help bring transformation to people who want it? But I didn't, I didn't connect those dots in real estate. I didn't see how to use real estate as the thing with micro, micro actions and movements that over the course of a lifetime would have anything other than how many houses I sold as a scoreboard to the change I'd made. That's an interesting metaphor because I don't think most people choose the game they're playing in real estate. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, is and when you're talking about it that way, I think that's the sort of the underlying thesis of our conversation in the first place is that the, the, the game I'm, I'm stealing a term from one of my coaches, but the force field of GCI, Mm. you know, the pull in Mm. any real estate, anything, you know, you speak on stages and your books and everything, the pull uh, is to 
how does it impact GCI? Is mm-hmm. you know your impress, you know your ROI on the impressions? What what's my ad spend bringing me? What you know how many people viewed this? How many people converted? The whole world calls for the GCI as the ultimate measure, which. And we we debate this all. It's not we debate this, but we grapple with this all the time regarding where it's critical. It's the GCI is what feeds anything else, right? And what if you weren't stuck? What if you? What if you're? And I think Ethan, this is what you're pointing to. What if your attention? Your, if the to go back to the sports metaphor, keep your eye on the ball, right? Mm-hmm. In the world of sports, but I think the ball people keep their eye on is GCI, and that's not the ball. That's not the only possible ball to keep your eye on. The, the, and I think what you're saying is the real ball is the human interaction between people is the ball. The GCI is a score that measures this. And we're talking if it wasn't just GC. So that's one thing, right? That you're talking, the human interaction is the ball. Keep your eye on that. And that's very much what I get from your books and from your products and everything is that how are you impacting the individual conversation? And then the GCI is a measure and all the KPIs that go with that. But then there's also the world in which the GCI occurs could be a difference I want to make in the world, that there's no conversation for that's a measure or a, 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 place to, a place to get or even a place to come from. Like there's no conversation for what's the dent I'm out to make. And I think that's an interesting way to look at what you're building, Ethan, is, you know, are my conversations impacting people and moving them into a different space? Yeah, we have. I mean, and so all we're calling for, I think, as you continue to advance these conversations is how do we find more balance um, mm-hmm. between these? Because for us, running a profitable, profitable business is critical to our ability to do what we really want to do in the world. Now, we also have the advantage that, uh, so, so I guess I'll just break it down. Um, we are essentially rehumanizing business communication. I know, and the thing that's brought me back day after day, I've been at BombBomb Bomb for over 11 years full-time now, and I was doing project work with the two co- co-founders before I joined them full-time. And the thing that keeps bringing me back is I sincerely believe that we can change business results and change business culture at the same time by making it personal, by making it more warm, by equipping people to be themselves and to win as themselves. It's one of the reasons um, we've always uh, served a lot of folks in the real estate and mortgage communities is that you know who you are is fundamental to the service that you provide. How you make people feel is fundamental to whether they proceed with you or refer you and all these other things. Mm-hmm. Your brand name is truly your personal name. You know, no one says, oh, you got to go talk to my guy at EXP. They say, oh, I got to go talk to Aaron. You got to talk to my guy, Aaron. Aaron's the guy, right? This kind of thing. And so like, there are all these, like you are so important. And so your ability to be yourself more often, A, is more satisfying. B, it makes the world a little bit smaller. And C, downstream, it improves the business results because people feel more psychologically connected to you. Um, at the same time, our ultimate goal is to rehumanize the planet, which is insanely ambitious and, you know, very difficult to measure. And so what the way we take that on is we've hand selected a handful of organizations that we have partnered with 
And of course, we've equipped them with BombBomb and taught them how to use it and all of this, but we also do fundraisers for them. We do volunteer events for them. And, um, you know, several of them are here in Colorado Springs where the majority of the team is, although we're a lot more dispersed now than we were, say, three years ago. Um, uh, and it also includes uh, a, a beautiful property outside of Katali, Kenya that started as uh, a husband and wife that felt like there were too many orphans on the streets. And so let's bring some of them out here to this small property that we have on the countryside and see if we can educate them and feed them better. Flash forward, they have a fully functional school. They're teaching them valuable life skills that are, you know, fixing engines, raising produce and livestock, um, preparing meals and kitchens and other things that they can go out into the world and get paid to do. And so, you know, we're making our own small dent as we can. And the, you know, the more we move, the more we grow, the more we can do. Um, and so we have the, like, we have that layered and we've been privileged part, I mean, part of what engaged me in the first place was that these were some of the early visions of the two co-founders. And I was mm -hmm. like, I'm in, this is interesting. The product's interesting. Yeah. The right. use cases are interesting. The idea is interesting and the heart behind it is uh -huh. the right thing. And so I, I would, I, I guess, um, can you create that, uh, layered approach to your real estate business? Probably. I mean, yeah. Uh, at a minimum, you could do like the secondary piece. Like, what do you truly care about? What do you want your impact to be? And how closely can you align the way you're running your business and some of the fruits of your labor um, to serve that? How can you uh, rally and attract people to this, attract people to the same idea? And I'll give you two like quick kind of more lifestyle examples than, um, than service or philanthropic uh, examples, but these are equally valid. I remember years ago, there's a guy that just called himself the vegan realtor. And he was just, you know, he wasn't just posting listings. He was posting the benefits of a vegan lifestyle and ways to do it and things like that. And he attracted a community around him. Um, likewise, a friend of ours um, that used to work at BombBomb Bomb and then just decided to go off because he learned so much about real estate working with us uh, to go become a realtor um, was just fascinated with electric vehicles, Tesla in particular. So he's, you know, been involved in the Tesla club at Denver. Um, and of course this now, now he's like deeply engaged in this community. He's doing, um, you know, he has a great YouTube and social following around electric vehicles. And oh, by the way, all those people need to buy and sell houses. And so people know him as much for his insight and analysis and, interviews within the electric vehicle spaces, they do realtor, but the minute you, you're, you're two clicks in because mm -hmm. you like him, you trust him. He's a valued voice in your life on something you care about. Um, oh, he's also a realtor in a very fast growing market. So there are ways to do it. Um, and I think, I think it, the boundary is to be pushed. Yes. The boundaries to be pushed. Yes, yes, right. yes. Cause that's the thing about like having a premise, having a vision, mm -hmm. having a, if, if there is no vision, if the founders of the founders of bomb bomb didn't have that vision and, and mm -hmm. what it was, was we have a SaaS product. That's the next, next best mousetrap for communicating with your, It'll your increase your, your GCI by double. Right. No, 10 X, I think hundred X, hundred X is the number. Right. Right. Cause now we're back. Gary, cause now we're back to GCI, but, the, but, but that, so what I love about it is it, there's intention and that intention yeah. attracts uh, partners, vendors, customers, like there is a community built around the intention that without the intention, you can go hustle and grind and build a business, of course. But I think, and I, I will stick to that, the, 
if you could figure out who you said, Ethan, that, you know, you can be who you are. If you could figure out outside of real estate and GCI, who you are and what you really care about, you could build that intention into the connections you make, the conversations you have, the content you consume, the content you create, and that there would be a world of people, a database, if you want to put it back in real estate, a database of people who would congregate around the intention you have, and in fact, would be attracted to, not just that that would be the attractant to the relationship with you over your competition, over everyone else who's, who can list or sell your house, that, that the heart is the thing. And that's why I loved, you know, I got your book here. That's why I loved this, this, um, this book so much, because it really gets to what's at the heart of human centered communication. How do we communicate in a way that doesn't add pollution, but really makes a connection? Cause that's anyway, now I'm just uh, passionately you know, ranting. But I, you, no, it's good, Chris. I mean, it's, and you hear this all the time in, uh, there's hardly a coach that I listen to. And I listen to a lot of, a lot of people, uh, but you know the the smart ones the the real message is you know you got to make that connection i think what ethan what you said is that no one no one gives a shit what brokerage you're with no it's not a thing right it's who cares right it, it, and every brokerage is you know says they have the best whatever just like everyone every business says they have the best whatever um it really is about are you, you know and are you making that connection? And then what Chris and I talk about all the time is, you know, the, the vegan realtor guy or the electric car guy, you know, those are, he'll find his tribe. He'll find the, the tribe will find him, Hmm. you know, and that's sort of the big deal there is that, you know, are you, and then what our connection or what we, what we're out to sort of discover is, um, how do you leverage your role in that community? You know, given who you are for them, you know, the, the kind of transaction they've just trusted you with, who you are for your clients, the size, the person you are, the world that you're out to build. How do you leverage that to make the difference you're out to make in the world? Um, so I think it's all right there in the same, you know, same domain. I think it's just, that's the question is how do you leverage that? Yeah, I think um, something that we've talked around a bit is is doing the work to get clear on that. Uh, I think at a basic, just from a basic um, competitive perspective in an absolutely commoditized space, um, the effort that you put into reflection um, and finding ways perhaps to articulate it um, where, when, and how, you know, and certainly people have been coaching sales professionals of all kinds and realtors in particular for decades on when you're in that big mixed networking space, how do you introduce the idea of the service and value that you could provide, you know, in a non, uh, salesy or non-threatening way. And so what we're talking about is in a way flipping that. And then the room, like you you're hosting the room, you're not a guest in the room. You have to find ways to sneak it in. You're now hosting the room around right. something that you care about, um, and, and you still need to find that though. So, um, the point I was making is this idea of, um, getting clear on this and finding ways to articulate it, bring it to life. So the, this is the this pie is, giveaway, you're doing on, uh, a volunteer you're t- event. Ethan, when you're talking about the, this getting clear on the, this, tell me yeah. what this is your 
Say what this is. What you care about, what what, what you want to do, right? That's um, what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, sorry. Good call. Thank you for catching that. And and so at a minimum, at a minimum, just doing the basic work here and not even totally going all in on it, you're creating some enhanced differentiation so that you're not reliant on, and we all kind of soft joked about it already, so I'll just say it straight out, all the superlatives that no one believes anyway, best, most, fastest. Mm-hmm. 20x 30 percent right. it's, it's like I, I can't parse through any of that all i care about is how you make me feel mm. how do you make me feel about this problem or opportunity that brought us into a commercial conversation how do you make me feel about myself as an individual human being how do you make me feel about you as mm. a human being how do you make mm. me feel about you as an expert in this space mm. um <laughs> do i feel whatever I'm looking to feel. And then that's a tricky thing too, is that I might want to feel secure. And so the slower you talk and the more analytical you are, um, the more confident I'm going to feel around you. These types of things. So, so instead of trying to contort yourself to all these other things, the clearer you are on what really brings you to life, what's meaningful to you um, and what you want to improve in the world, yeah. that is a clear point of differentiation that attracts those type of people. And so instead of having to feel like you need to be a chameleon to get all the deals done, you, you just flip it a little bit and it starts coming to you and you don't have to contort or I, change your colors. Person by person, conversation by conversation. I love, and you're I remember, more confident in it. Right. Because it matters to you. I mean, that's the point, yeah. that it matters to you. And Chris and I were, before the show started, literally this is our next week's podcast, is uh, d- having a conversation to develop the pillars of what it is that you're up to, what it is that you're out to create in the world. You know, for me, it's that people experience agency. You know, that they experience agency and autonomy and, and, and the freedom to be able to create their lives. And so what are the pillars around that? And how does that show up in the world? And, and what are the causes? You know, you, Ethan, you're talking about, you know, there's handpicked, um, you know, uh, places that you have decided to support an orphanage in Kenya and the, that great. What are the, what are the places that you're going to, you know, apply your leverage where, what are the, what's it going to look like? So developing that, finding your why, as Simon Sinek would say, really developing that differentiator, but not because you need a better way to sell houses, but because you're done and tired with the conversation called, how do I sell more houses? And you really do want to find why you're here. Like, what are you here for here planet here for, what are you here for? Like that. I have a 4% better script for Fizbo's. <laughs> yes. Do you really? That's fabulous. I can't wait to get 4% this, this, better. These marginal improvements. I guess one piece I should add too, by the way. So these aren't just like, and I'm just responding to your handpick. I, I left this layer out. So again, rehumanize the planet is the theme, but we, we support that by rehumanizing business communication. That's, that's the revenue driver that allows us the time and space and, and financial resources to support these organizations. They're chosen based in part on relationship, but also on this theme of rehumanizing populations of people who've been dehumanized by system or circumstance. Mm. So, of course, the um, you know people experiencing homelessness, significant problem here as it is in many cities across the United States. I'm referring to Colorado Springs is here. And so the largest organization that supports that is, uh, you know, we partner with them with money and time. Um, there is a wonderful organization. I'm finally meeting in person uh, at the top of the hour here. Um, 
the the founder and CEO of it. And among the, a couple different activity areas they have is they have um, a, a, a year long program for um, abused single mothers. They've been in abusive relationships. Um, they have children and they're in this loop of, I don't have the resources or the time to kind of break this. So this is a one year, we're going to pick you up out of your life, set you down in this program, equip you with basic life skills that somehow people miss Hmm. managing a household budget, doing laundry, meal planning and meal prep for your family. We're going to make sure your kids are educated and that they have the transportation to do that. And we're going to, and we're going to find what lights you up and make sure that you have, you're developing a skill that makes you an employable person in the world at large. And so without this intervention of literally picking people up out of a challenging situation where trouble and complication and uh, limited perspective and limited resources are just, they have them trapped. We're going, we designed a program, not BombBomb, but this organization we partner with, picks them up and sets them in a whole new scenario and mm. then kind of slowly moves them back into um, normal life again um, at the end of this one-year program. And they can only do it for a handful of people. But among the things we've done as a team, of course, we go to like um, garden plantings and trunk or treat things and, um, and all of that. But we also go to the graduation ceremonies and we, um, paint the insides of the apartments that they're housed in, in between, you know, like we've just freshened the place up as one cohort leaves, graduates out and another one's coming in. And so it's, that's the filter, right? And so, and so it is easy for people who are evaluating whether or not they want to join us to say, ah, but I could get 8% more money here or the 401k match is a little bit better there or, but you know, the career opportunities are about the same. It seems fun and chat. Like these are the kinds of things that are like, Oh, this is, this is different and better. And it, it, mm-hmm. it helps with um, I guess the perseverance that's needed in the face of all the challenges that we have in, in any business in any season. Um and so I think that's another benefit of having this clear purpose or this why or this motivator. And I think the more you can integrate that into what you're doing, I think um, the more strength you'll find when you need it. I, I'd love to sort of, if we think about sort of uh, one more piece of this puzzle, um, we can kind of make this our last maybe place to focus, but there is a, there's an, so there's the element of what game am I playing? What's the vision? What's the premise? What am I out to accomplish? And then how that hosting that room, and then that becomes attractive. It becomes a filter. But I'm curious from your experience, whether it's through BombBomb or other case studies, people you've seen do this, the the role of community in bringing this, because I think real estate is traditionally a very independent type of business. I know for me, I felt very alone. I felt very isolated in trying to make my business work. I uh, didn't invite a lot of people into it. And any relationship I had with the client was a relationship about a transaction. It wasn't like we're all going somewhere together. So I'm curious what you've seen about the importance of community and walking each other home in something we have shared value around. Uh, I, so many benefits. One, of course, at a, from a fundamental perspective, um, relationships are the key to health like whole health. So this idea of being connected at different depths to, you know, a certain limit, you know, I guess the Dunbar number is a famous one to say we can only have X number of relationships. I guess something like 150. Most real estate agents uh, are pushing well beyond that. So that's, that's why I acknowledge the different depths of relationship, but just from a hardcore 
can I afford to do this perspective, invest in community, either joining some or uh, and participating perhaps in leading a community that kind mm-hmm. of already has some momentum or creating one of my own? Um, can I afford to do this when I'm not, there's not an easy, obvious path to ROI. I would just offer that different, g- generically speaking, just using general business terms, buyers are at different levels of priority re- relative to your product or service. The nice thing, of course, that attracts people to real estate is that almost everyone wants what you're providing access to, and they need it multiple times throughout their lives. Um, but that might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be this year. It might not be for the next six years or something. Um, so the idea of community and being around people that are like-minded um, a, you're available all the time for any conversation around this. And it's not a matter of you, you know, getting those dials in. It's just, you're living a life that you more want to live and you're in constant contact with a variety of people who either need or soon will need or want your service or know a bunch of other people who mm-hmm. will. And so I just wanted to kind of close this guy. And again, I'll just say it one more time, our entire privilege at bomb bomb to do this work that really I mean, it's a privilege to serve our customers, of course, but to do this other work in addition, it's completely dependent on our ability to run a business successfully. And so, you know, we can't take that off the table here. Um, So I want to just offer a bridge to to, to your question. I wanted to offer a bridge to real business results that are um, in line with what we're talking about here. So the idea of participating in community, leading community, or even, this is the most advanced move, creating community. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, doesn't have to be this big thing either. It just means you start talking differently and, you know, having dinners around it yeah. um, so, and inviting yeah. broader groups of people. And when you <laughs> grow out the room, a, you uh, get into podcast. another room. <laughs> yeah, podcast, podcast. Good call. <laughs> it's digital too. Yeah. It's a, the, the key though is this, is kind of like the give and take um, and the being present with one another. Mm. That's so good. That's so good in, a, in an age where there's digital pollution, right? In an age where content can be can be pushed and broadcast, but conversation isn't shared, right? Like we think conversation is the thing I'm pushing, but, but the conversation is a two-way street and there is a share, there's a sharedness to it that deepens the relationship that is level, those depths of relationship you're speaking of. Like there is, um, that's where I feel most seen. I feel most seen on a, as a pioneer trying to bring new things to, to the world, I feel most seen when I'm with others who are doing the same thing is that shared we're in this together thing that, um, that I don't get when I try to implement all those ideas on my own. Yeah. I know we're, I know we're close to time here, but can I share one more thing? Uh, I just want to give people further permission. This idea here, you do not have to be the world's foremost expert on any one topic or care more than anyone else in the world. You just have to care enough to to ask the questions and to declare that this is a, a mission or a path that you're on and other people will join you. You don't have to have all the answers to start down this road. You don't have to you don't have to have all the answers to raise your hand and and ask questions and ask if anyone else cares about these things the same way you do. This is a mm-hmm. It's a journey. It's a pursuit. It's a conversation. It's all these things that are alive and interpersonal. Yeah, it's great. That's and great. it's the the thing that keeps coming up for me uh, in this dialogue is I can hear it with bomb bomb, and uh, it's the difference between you know something being baked into and something layered on top of, mm. and you know, that's thing with creating community or creating conversation. It is the heart of, it's not even just baking it into it. It is the thing itself. 
Mm. It's not layered on top of you are beginning to create a conversation for something. So, and it, and really in that way, you could say that it, I mean, the G, the the financial success of a business is obviously critical to the fulfillment of the mission, right? But it becomes then there's this hum, humanizing business that's the mission, and then the layered on top of part is all right. Well, we're going to get there through video, you know, interactions. That's how we're getting where we want to go, and that is the vehicle versus we got we got a four percent better way to close a FISBO. Oh, let's layer on top of it some great, you know, we'll, we'll create a, a whatever charity wing of our business so that we got good press. And those are really, really, really different phenomenon. And I, that's fabulous that we sort of came back to that because yeah, I yeah. think it's the baked inness, the, the kernel, the, the, that we want to create in this community is what are you up to? And then how can you use your business to fill on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. That's so good. Well, Ethan, if people want to reach out to you and learn more about human-centered communication or BombBomb and what BombBomb does and is up to in the world, how do people uh, find you or and or BombBomb? Cool. Yeah, um, thank you so much. I, I love this, and um, I just really appreciate that you're creating this conversation. Uh, my name is Ethan Butte. Last name is spelled B-E-U-T-E. So you can find me as Ethan Butte on pretty much every social network. Uh, BombBomb is just the word bomb twice, B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B. It's bombbomb.com or bombbomb any of the social networks. And the books are at bombbomb.com slash book. So good. Great. Yeah. So good. I so appreciate what you're up to in the world. Yeah. Go ahead. It's so consistent with what we're doing. I love it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. So good. Awesome. Thanks, Ethan, so much. Uh, Aaron, thank you. We'll see you next week. And um, everyone listening, be well. Peace.